Welcome, everybody. This is the DFS Bum, your source for NFL and NBA, single game, and small slate tournament information. And today we're just going to do a short little episode here. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions the last 24 hours. I've been uh, very fortunate. I was able to get uh, first place in a single game slate on Tuesday night, and uh, first place was about three grand. And then last night, I was able to win the single game slate. Uh, well, back up. Tuesday night, I, I, I won first, but I tied. I think it was maybe with five or six people. And then uh, last night, I took it down all by myself. And so I won 10 grand. And uh, the, the engagement we're getting with our community is awesome. And I've been trying to get with people as, as much as I can. But in some cases, it's been hard to follow up with everybody. So I figured we'd just do this little kind of podcast with some of the common questions I'm getting here. And that way we can just hopefully answer people's questions. And if there's any other questions, uh, you know, go ahead, subscribe, leave in the comments and uh, we can go over that stuff for you guys. So really the, some of the common questions I'm getting are basically, how do I do my research? And it's relatively straightforward. I go to a couple of different sources um, and I basically look at all their projections and either I'll get a spreadsheet or I'll just do it directly on my lineup builder. And I'll ba basically take all those projections together, just average them out. And I might massage the numbers a little bit, you know, just based upon my own personal feelings. But usually when you take that average, I feel that you've got a pretty good number. And I know there's a lot of people that put a lot of hard work into looking at that data. And so I, I kind of figure if I'm getting it from three sources um, from people that are probably more expert at it than me or not probably mean that there are there are more knowledgeable uh, at it than myself it just gives me a good starting point and from there i personally use lineup builders i really like roto grinders because i can do those projections and i can just put my own in there and then you can lock on player groups that you like and you just go ahead and build lineups and basically you just take whatever your projections are and your highest projected lineups and start throwing those in I find that uh, particularly in the NBA has been a game changer for me um, doing that lineup builder and having those projections in there. And the other thing too that I do is I'm really only, and really what this whole YouTube channel is about in our podcast, I don't play in these huge big main slates. I usually just do single game and sometimes like these late night slates, which are usually just based on two games. This past week, I have been playing in the main slate because a couple times they were just three games. Last night, the late night slate was three games, but the entry fees are really low right now. Usually they go up once once we kind of get into the season a little bit more. So, you know, like 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 the other night um, and I think it's even tonight too. like the main slate. It's a hundred grand. It's only three games and it's like four dollars and forty four cents down or something like that. So. I'll usually go, especially when it's that low, I'll usually throw in 150 lineups there with that same process of getting my guys and building the lineups. One thing in the NBA, of course, that's a little bit different in the NFL is you need to be really engaged in the NBA and be at your workstation, um, particularly if you're playing on FanDuel, particularly if you're playing on where, the, where these games are spread out over time. There's no late swap on FanDuel, which is primarily what I play on. And uh, and here's the thing is, in a moment's notice, you know, a guy is hurt 
and that can really change everything. You know, all of a sudden his backup that might be playing 12 or 15 minutes a game now all of a sudden is playing, you know, maybe like 30 minutes a game, 24 to 30 minutes a game. And that obviously is going to impact their projections and things of that nature too. And so, um, so, you know, and sometimes too, like, uh, if you get something, uh, that, that a guy gets canceled out real late, sometimes I don't even try to edit the lineup. I think you can actually flat out cancel them up to 15 minutes before the game starts. So sometimes if I build a lot of lineups and the main guys out, I might not even try to do like a mass player swap if it's before lock. And I might just flat out just cancel those lineups out because I know that my whole approach that I had is kind of screwed up. So that's one thing that uh, you have to be really aware of in the NBA. Whereas in the NFL, you know, for example, tonight we have a pretty good idea of people that are going to be playing um, other than maybe David Johnson. That's kind of an odd situation, but um, but if anything, they have to give their active and inactive report 90 minutes before uh, the opening kickoff. So there you definitely have time to plan and to change things or to cancel things or whatever it is you want to do. But in the NBA, they're supposed to do it 30 minutes before tip off. But sometimes it just seems like by the time you get the news um, or it comes to us that we only have maybe 15 or 20 minutes things lock. Um, you cannot cancel. Well, I'll, let me explain this a little bit better. So you can flat out cancel your entry up to 15 minutes before the tournament starts on FanDuel. Once the tournament does start, or excuse me, and then with, with your, once you're in with that 15 minute window, you can still edit players and change your lineups. But then once you get past, of course, when the tournament starts, then you're locked in. So that's something that, uh, I think it is something just to keep in mind. And it's kind of like a competitive edge. You just got to be, you can't set it and forget it. You know, like you might be able to with the NFL or some things, you got to be really on the ball, particularly if you're going to be playing a lot of lineups there. So um, some other thoughts, I'm just trying to think some other questions that had come up. Um, you know, basically the main things were, yeah, it was like, how do you do your research? And like I say, I go over three different sources, put it all together um, I like using, uh, roto grinders, draft dashboard. And then I recently started using awesome. I think all those guys are really, really solid. I like what they do. I think they're real professional in their approach. And then, um, I personally really like the lineup builder for roto grinders. Like I say, you can type in your own projections in there. You can lock on guys. Uh, awesome. I, I did not subscribe to their lineup builder in draft dashboard i do have access to it i really like draft dashboards site I, I don't like their lineup builder as much i don't think it's as customizable as roto grinders but draft dashboard has got some really it's really user friendly and you can you know and i'll, I'll end up having some uh at some point we'll have some maybe some photoshops or we could even do a podcast kind of showing you how these these lineup builders work but on uh, on draft dashboard, you can go to the positions like point guard and they'll have like their matchup and they have this little color coding system. So it, it's really, it's just, it's so user-friendly. It just gives you all basic information. It shows you like the last three games, what their fantasy points have been, what their minutes have been. So it really gives you a good idea. Um, whereas Roto Grinders doesn't, they have some of that data, but you have to dig into it and find a little bit more where 
like I say, draft dashboard, it, it, it really, I, I really think they work well together. Some of you at home might not want to spend the money on that. I basically do this. Uh, I mean, I treat this like a profession, like a job, and that's my approach onto it. So for me, it's just a cost of doing business. So that's why I, I think it makes sense for me to subscribe to all three of those. If you're more of just a casual player, you might not want to put in that type of money. So what I would definitely recommend then is using a spreadsheet, breaking players out by position. You can probably find free projections around the internet or that are pretty reliable. Um, in there's a lot of online communities. I go over it on our podcast as well. So you could basically get a player grouping there on a spreadsheet and, uh, just kind of put the groups of players, maybe type in their salaries. So, you know, what salary you have and what your salary cap is going to be. And then just start looking at lineup combinations and you could put a little summary where, where it sums up the total points. And you, you know, you're going to need to have an understanding of spreadsheets to do this. Um, and you know, and one thing that's kind of cool about fantasy sports, because some people I've talked to, they're not really handy with spreadsheets, but you know, look at it as an opportunity for personal growth. That's how I kind of look at it. There are some skill sets when I first got into this that I did not have, but to be successful, I had to develop those skill sets. So, um, and it meant a lot to me because like I say, I wanted to try to do this for a living and, uh, by putting the time and effort, I've been able to, to do really well this year. I doubled my old salary for my insurance underwriting job. And, and it's by, by basically putting in the time and doing the research and just coming up with a good idea of the player projections. And one thing I will say, too, is the NBA seemed to be a little bit more predictable with the projections compared to the NFL. You know, it's not like, as you guys know, in the NFL, any given day, some guy can just blow up and go off. Whereas we take it to the NBA, usually people are relatively consistent. It's not like a guy that comes off the bench that plays 12 or 15 minutes a game, normally scores like seven, eight, nine points. It's not like he's going to come in and all of a sudden one night score 50. I mean, not to say that can't happen, but chances are it's not going to happen. In, uh, like you say, in the NFL, you see it all the time or maybe – you know, it's like the second or third wide receiver that aren't the main guys get a couple touchdowns in a game. Even thinking back, I'm a Lions fan uh, like Marvin Jones. Kenny Gowdy is the main receiver, and you'd probably go with him over Marvin Jones. And Marvin Jones had four touchdowns in one game uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, and so you, you just don't really see something like that that happens in the NBA. So I think if you can really focus on getting that higher point projections, you're going to end up doing really well. And then uh, like to say, the other thing too is um, I just really stick to the single game slates and these smaller slates, you go into the big slates and it's just, to me, it's overwhelming. I basically get my ass kicked when I try to do that. There's just, there's like tens of millions of players of combinations. Whereas if you whittle it down to just one or two games, I mean, really when I started to do that approach, I uh, was new to the NBA and I had been doing that approach with NFL and it's been real successful for me. And so um, I'm, and I played a lot of basketball growing up and played in high school and used to be really big in the NBA, but I kind of got out of, out of it as a, as the Detroit Pistons. Uh, they kind of, they kind of had a shitty 10 years. They're starting to get a little bit better now, but as the Pistons went down, I, my interest went down. So I started back up in the NBA. I was like, I need to do something small 
because I, I kind of think maybe just out of dumb luck, I might end up having a good lineup that wins something and son of a gun that's happened. And I've had a lot of wins in 2019 in the NBA. So, and it's just by basically doing this approach. So I think that's the majority of the questions that we had. Um, sorry if I'm a little bit rambling on my thought process here. Uh, it's just been real busy the last uh, 24 hours here. And I've been really trying to get in a lot of engagement with our community. So we thought, thought it might just be smart just to do a quick recording here. So anyhow, guys, if there's anything I did miss, you know, let us know in the comments. Any other type of content you'd like to hear on, again, let us know on that. Subscribe. We're also going to be introducing our new MVNP for November here very shortly. That uh, MVNP is our most valuable nonprofits, and we've got a really cool one for November too. So anyhow, guys, um, I still plan on recording uh, – a little podcast here of the player projections, but I wanted to knock this thing out first. So anyhow, guys, take care and we'll be talking with you soon. Bye.